it's going to be very important for all of us to do our part. Um, um, and I'm not saying this at the uh, swipe of anybody else. This is not supposed to be this way, but this ministry is extremely special. It really is. It's extremely special. It's extremely rare. It's extremely dangerous. And, uh, you know, protecting it won't be so difficult at this stage, you know, because of the type of people that we have in our leadership. And, you know, you attract what you are. And so uh, there'll always be Judases from there every once in a while. That happened. Jesus had a Judas. So, you know, and that's, that's one of the signs that you're on the right track is that you have a Judas. Um, if you don't ever have a Judas, it might be because all of them are. <laughs> so, um, so it's uh, some of the stuff that flies out of my mouth, boy, my holy is, is, but anyway. Um, so um, we have to, we really have to do our part. And, um, you know, sometimes the Lord will call you to do a thing and you don't know where that thing is going. And sometimes you pay a price and you know the price that you paid was greater than what you thought. And so, uh, so I'm just, I'm just encouraging you all to, to do your part. Gone are the days where, um, you know, it's just about coming to a cool church. You know, we like to look and to praise and worship, y'all. Those days, were, they never worked. We started that mess, not the kingdom. But those days are gone forever. Um, moving forward, churches that don't operate 100% from the core of what the kingdom of God is interested in, the kingdom of God will consider them almost totally irrelevant. I was talking to a pastor, a friend of mine, a couple of days ago. <clears throat> and I'm going to repeat these things over the next couple of weeks. It's very important. And, you know, we were talking, and so, you know, he had followed up with me in regards to, we hadn't talked since this coronavirus situation started. And so uh, he was checking on me, <laughs> see how I was doing. I said, well, since you asked, bam. And so, uh, and I just, and, and when I, and he was excited. He was just like, are you serious? I was like, man, yeah, I was, I'm serious. And then I shared with him about the word that Devon had shared and Alicia had shared and others had shared and Sadu had shared. And I told him, I said, hey, man, if there's one thing I encourage you to do. I said, I said, prepare yourself. I said, uh, I said, it's something, it's, it's, I don't know what it is. I said, but it's something that's coming in a couple of years. So when I said that he got chills, he said, hold up, stop. And so because I shared it in that sentence and then I shared what my wife had shared. And I said, look, my wife has shared with me several times, you know, that. Um, as <laughs> what's very interesting is is that the more we find out about this situation, the more we're finding out just how much God's hand is in it. Not that He calls it, but His hand is in it. How I many know God's hand is in everything? The Bible says He makes all things work together for our good for those that love Him, not those that call themselves Christians. And so, uh, and so, I told Him I said that you know my wife has said several times that that one of the things that the Lord has done during this is that he has caused this thing to happen in such a way where many churches would close because God no longer wants their voice to be in the earth. And, uh, and you can read that in the book of Revelation. In the book of Revelation, it says Jesus, you know, threatened, you know, all, not threatened all of them, but there were seven churches that Jesus spoke to. And, and, you know, most of them, there was something good. Most of them, there was something bad. One was all good and one was all almost all bad. And and you in, in in that Revelation chapter, I think it's two, three, and maybe four, I think, you can you can locate yourself. 
If you read what Jesus said about each church, what they should be doing versus what they were doing and what he was mad about, you will instantly be able to locate your level of spirituality. And every church can locate itself. Thank God we are, I think, I think we're the church in Philadelphia right now. I mean, you can judge yourself based on that. But one of the things that Jesus said a couple of times, maybe at least, maybe a few times, is that for a few of the churches, he said, now, if you don't get your act together, he said, mark my word, I'll blow your candle out, which means I'll shut your church down. So a lot of churches that most churches that shut down, the majority of churches that shut down, it wasn't the devil, it was Jesus. Because you, I'm, first of all, I wasn't, you weren't supposed to open. I asked you to close it, but you wouldn't, so now I'm going to close it for you. Other one is that you have corrupted yourself, and so now the spirit that's on the leader is coming upon the people. And then third of all is that, is that what you teach is trash. So I'm just simply going to shut you down. And, and let me tell you something, with God, it's usually a slow shutdown. You just, you know, the, you know, there's a couple that joined our church years ago. And, and long story short, you know, they're trying to figure out what they should, whether that they should leave the church, you know. And, and, and this is not an exaggeration. This is no exaggeration. And I said, well, what's going to make you think you should leave? And, well, you know, the church has been losing a lot of members and, and this and this. And I said, well, you know, what is the membership like? They're like, well, we're the only ones left. And the sound engineer. And I said something that I very rarely said. I said, get your behind out that raggedy church. I said, when you leave, the pastor will realize he was never called in the first place. So, you know, be careful when things are just slowly leaking, 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 leaking. And sometimes it's a sign that God is telling you, I'm not with you. And you're supposed to begin to seek the Lord. Most people, they seek the pastor, but you're supposed to seek the Lord. Okay, so <clears throat> where was that? So he got really, really alarmed. I have a shorter message tonight, I think. Because he said, man, he said, do you know one of my members who is prophetic that I very much trust just sent me an email, he said, two days ago. And he said, he said two things. He said, pastor, he said, he said the same thing that your wife and whoever all the other folks said in one statement. He said, pastor, he said, you need to prepare. There is something coming in two years. And he said, when it hits, the church will never look like the church again. He said, it'll completely change the face of everything. Okay. And so when I told you about, you know, one of the minstrels who got a dream and Amos he knew in the dream he was supposed to read Amos. And Amos chapter 1 says, this is a vision that was given to such and such two years before the earthquake. <laughs> Just, I don't play with stuff like that. And what the Lord does is, is that he will give, he won't, he'll give dreams, he'll give visions, he'll give a prophetic word. He'll do all of these things to all point into the direction. And like I told the pastor yesterday, I said, let me tell you something that is overwhelmingly clear to me. How many of you know God is good? All the time. Well, guess what? We are in a generation of some of the most wicked individuals and wicked souls in the planet. And they have not responded to the good. Because of the level of the wickedness, the, the level of the extremism out here when it comes to music and meat, particularly in music and media and entertainment. Music, media and entertainment has souls locked in the darkness. And so they don't, and then on top of that, when you consider that even the ones in the church that are, are called, their display of power and wisdom is very low. So the church is trying to compete with entertainment. 
You're trying to com we we got we trying to use iPhones and compete with people that's using red cameras. Some of you don't know what a red camera is. Some of the cheapest ones. The cheapest red camera costs fifteen thousand dollars. The typical ones cost anywhere from forty-five to sixty thousands, and that's before you get the lens. See, we we're competing with people that are creating music in many different genres, while we're doing one style that sounds like we're still in slavery days. Not this house, but most. Y'all get my point. And so, so this is going to sound strange because God is like, okay, well, <clears throat> y'all wouldn't get it the other way. So let's now put on a horror show for the planet. And people don't think that God is in the horror. That's a lie because he's the one who created hell. Now it says the hell is created for Satan and his angels, but he's the one that created that place, which is crazy. Or I should say it this way, not so much that he created it. What he did was he created a place and then left it and it turned into hell. That's a better way of explaining it. Hey. So, um, so I'm encouraging you. I'm going to keep reminding you again. You need to put your house in order in such a way where, and I'm going to say three to six months, where if you couldn't leave the house for three to six months, you know, you need to look at because y'all, and people say, oh, that's doom and gloom. You are absolutely right. That's exactly what it is, doom and gloom. But here's the difference is you're supposed to be protected from the doom and gloom. When God gets ready to see what's going on now is God is getting ready to put on a horror show. So guess what he does? He comes to his children first and say, hey, kids, in two years, I'm going to put on a horror show for the wicked to see if I can get some more of them saved. So y'all got two years to prepare for the horror show so that it'll be horrible for them, but it'll be wonderful for you. You see it all the way throughout the Bible. Um, hey, children of Israel. You've been in bondage for 430 years and the folk that's keeping you in bondage are completely wicked. Watch this. And they wouldn't respond to all of the other stuff. So now I'm going to put on a horror show and just kill all their firstborn kids. But when the death angel comes through, all he knows is to kill firstborn. So if you don't put that blood on your post, your, your firstborn is going to be killed too. So, so I need you to prepare. And he gave him preparation. He said, go out there and get a particular animal. He said, kill it and then put the blood on the post a particular way. And he said, after you put it in there, he said, stay your behind in the house. That was the real shelter in place back then. He said, stay your behind in the house because the death angel is coming through. And he said, and while you're in there, he said, roast the lamb and eat all of it. And he said, and while you eat it, he said, eat it with your traveling clothes on. He said, because after this, y'all getting ready to be free. That same thing is getting ready to be repaired. I should have played that video I showed you yesterday. I probably played it this weekend. Same thing, okay? And so the Lord is trying to tell the church, but you know what? The church is too much like the world. Doing stuff the world does, listening to stuff the world listens to, watching what the world watches, talking like the world talks, dressing like the world. You know, and many, to be totally honest with you, many Christians that go to church are the enemies of the very church they go to. So what God does is that he puts on a horror show and the judge and the wicked are judged big time. And the church that is not being the church is also judged with the wicked. 
to help you understand when I tell you to be in faith, that's what I mean, be in faith. It doesn't mean listening to your government officials about what faith is and listening to other folk who ain't got two members to, to get healed. Yes. So, again, so I'm just encouraging you to take this serious. And I don't play with stuff. And there are too many signs two years out. Too many. And so, uh, and I was reading the book of Revelation. Uh, uh, you know, my kids were talking about the other day about them having dreams about World War. Lisa's talk about World War. People getting all type of World War. And let me, but let me, and let me remind you of something, y'all. Because most of y'all are okay. But from us that come from the charismatic circles, they don't believe in this type of stuff typically. It's, everything is just prosperity and healing and, and, and speaking in tongues and giving a prophetic word as they smack you and put a lap cloth over you when you're laying on the ground. It's just hunky-dory and everything is just nice and rosy and all of that type of stuff. But need I remind you, it was an atomic bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima to kill the whole city. Need I remind you that we've had wars, Vietnam. can't remember how many people got killed in Vietnam. A war that never ended. They just stopped because they realized it wasn't going anywhere. World War One, World War Two, all of those, not thousands, not hundreds of thousands, all of those millions. Let me remind you of what Hitler did to the Jews. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So, 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 so don't get it in your head that, oh, you know, you know, I don't need no life insurance and I don't need this and all that type of stuff. You better protect yourself in every single area. I don't even know why I threw that out there about life insurance. Okay. But I'm saying is, is that protect yourself. The Bible says that wisdom is a defense and it says that money is a defense. And I suggest that you use your money wise. I, I didn't say you couldn't go on vacation. You're supposed to go on vacation. What I'm saying is you might want to use your money wisely. And the wisest area that you can use your money is to prepare. I'm not even saying that you got to even try to get out of debt overnight. Because there's some things that hit and debt doesn't matter. They just like, well, we ain't going to get this money now. You know what I mean? That's. I, it was some bells and whistles that went off on my mind with this particular situation. You know, all them debt companies were just calling folk and lowering stuff without you even asking. And our insurance company called us and they lowered it. You know, we don't want y'all to leave, so we'll lower it. Okay, everybody's free money was being passed out. Okay, but guess what? These next times that go around, it may not be no free money because everybody's going to be scared. So for me, I'm going to be right at home. Lord, you told me two years ago, I'll be right at home watching this on television, if they working. So, I did not mean to share. I'm supposed to be halfway through my message. Um, so, as a ministry, as you can see now how, for places that it's just about going to church, they're going to miss it greatly. No, this is about, we are God's children that he planted in the earth during this time. And we got to follow his commands. And our number one responsibility is, is to make sure that we keep this ministry covered and moving forward and get as many people saved and raised up as possible. I have no other agenda. Zero. Zilch. Who knows? We might get another house. I don't know. Don't care. We might be in that house forever. I might get another car. I don't know. Who knows? All of that, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of the stuff will be taken care of. Hey. Did you send that dream to her? About to drive another car with the diamonds and all that. Okay. This is, this, how many of y'all were here last week when they had the crazy prophecy over with Lisa? Okay. 
Maybe not. Oh, I was just like, no, no, we went here. I'm always doing this to show you how God is always speaking in multiple different ways. He doesn't just speak in one way. He speaks multiple different ways. So this was a dream that was given to him to help you that goes along with her prophetic word. I'm driving a car made of diamond and all type of jewels I've never seen before. Now that part represents the quality of his music ministry. But Lisa is on the passenger side. This sounds like Lisa. She says, pull over right here. And we pull over in front of a hotel and she began to go in different rooms yelling and rebuking. Coming out the rooms were pastors and deacons and they were having sex with prostitutes. And Lisa come down preaching, oh, y'all need to repent. But some of them began to come towards us and then I began to protect her, fighting them like a karate master. Then Lisa and I get back in the car and I wake up. <laughs> Lord passing out some dreams, ain't he? He passing out some stuff, man. What I love is how the Lord uses dreams in our midst to all minister to one another. See, the, the dreams will always match the word because the Bible says for us to minister to one another. It says iron sharpens iron. So it's just interesting to see these. Days. So that was just another. Perf he got the dream. I think he got that dream before I gave the word. So he got the dream before I got the word. So these are things where the Lord will confirm things multiple different ways. What did you see? And you saw three things in that dream, three basic things. You saw the quality of the way heaven sees his music ministry, regardless of what the world or the church thinks. You also saw her in operation in regards to her. You also saw her rebuking prophetically. The Lord was showing you that there are many men of God that's half-stepping. And you also saw, like I've always said, it will be the religious folk that attack us not the center folk. And you saw the end of that. Karate chop, bam, boom, Black Panther in operation again, Superman, all them. You know, they don't know nothing about no Johnny Robot. <laughs> if I show my kids that, they'll laugh me all the way into the garage. Get that mess up out of here. What is that trash? Any of y'all remember Ultraman? Ultraman was the truth. For all y'all young people, Ultraman, he had to solve the crime and he had this thing on his chest and when he was getting ready to lose his life, it would beep, 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 beep. And the faster would go, you get in there and he would have to fly over to the sky and come back as a man. <laughs> My wife is just like, boy, you need to stop. That's what I grew up on was Ultraman and Johnny Robot. I need to pull up those videos. I know my kids going to laugh at me like, you shouldn't have even told us this mess. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and just, I'm just going to share three things with you. Um, Colossians 3, 1 through 4.